Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice from Two Sisters Wellness Diva 5.0. Um, <laughs> it is Wednesday, December 1st. Oh my God, December 1st. That sounds really <laughs> ironic to say that. And sometimes, you know, with everything going on in the world and holidays or post Thanksgiving, going into Christmas, sometimes I think December gets a bad rap. But however, um, I do want to say Carol Sue was not, um, is not able to be with us today. But um, <laughs> we're just going to get right into, um, I'm going to get right into introducing um, my amazing guest, who I consider to be a dear friend now. Her name is Pei Ming Sun, and we call her Sunny um, for obvious reasons, because she is that bright light. She is that sunny person that you want in your back corner. You know, good, bad, indifferent, she is there for you. So, Sunny, I want to welcome you to the Two Sisters podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Janice. And oh, everybody watching us, it's a beautiful Wednesday. I call my Wednesday wings day because it's a lot of wings for us to collect it. So, this is my first big wing. <laughs> I'm here to be a guest of Janice for this beautiful podcast. And so um, I met Janice because we co-authored a book and that become an international bestseller. That's such a good thing to do together with all the amazing ladies. And um, through the rights, we built a relationship about continuously how to support one another and how to shine together to make impact around the world. So I'm so glad I have a chance to actually reach Janice network and maybe um, potentially connect with people and then we can all shine together become oh. a sunny community <laughs> I love that. a sunny community who doesn't want to be in a sunny community as a matter of fact i don't know it's about 28 degrees here today so i'm a little wow hot and i get cold um but yeah i wasn't going to mention the book and i just want to um show everybody the book real quick and Sunny you were actually the first story featured in the book and I kind of want to start with that because you know obviously I've read your story several times um I was the virtual assistant on that project so <clears throat> excuse me I had the privilege of reading everyone's stories a few times and I just want to read something to you and I love this because it really it kind of it's a very very short glimpse, in my opinion, of what you do and what you are all about. So I want to share this with you. The purpose of life is to discover your gift. The work of life is to develop it. The meaning of life is to give your gift away. And then you say right after that, and that's a famous quote, by the way, by David, as you know, David Viscott. And then you say, so trust the process and unleash your potential by letting go of all the negativity, emb embracing all the opportunities. Sunny, that quote from David really, as I said, <laughs> to me really encompasses almost um, the mission statement, if you will, and, and it may or may not be your mission statement, but for me reading it, every time I read it, I feel that it's your mission statement to do what you do so if you would just kind of share with us how what that quote really means to you and how that's developed into what you do today sure love to thank you you know that is the quotation i think i discovered maybe one years ago and i look at that and say holy moly that explain everything <laughs> so i can divide that with a three stage right the first is discover your gift and second is developed. Mm -hmm. 
And the third one is start to shining with your particular gift by giving to others. So for that three thing, I'm also number three people. I'm just uh, a co like everything is like meaningful coincidence. You know, I'm last name son, and number three is the son, and also I um I am the the three one personality based on the human design. So I'm totally number three. Um, and I look at the quotation, that's the three stages, right? <laughs> so it's nothing, it's coincidence. So for me, it's really, um, we all born with gifts. We all know we have something bigger than us we need to do. But however, we just get busy, you know, with all the goals and all the expectations and social conditioning, whatever. So we always busy and think that's the purpose. But when this busyness going on, eventually you will think about, wait a minute, you know, I waste about 50 years what do I really want? I'm not even clear. So that is the moments I think I start to think, wait, I need to stop. I need to go deeper to see what's going on in my life, right? So um, that's how I might discover myself. I dissect my life every 10 years and look with honest eyes and to see what have I learned or what I have done <laughs> in that every 10 years and then I start to have a very clear see oh the message is all in there and after that I start to develop like okay I see myself you know come here immigrants struggle with corporate America and raise the family alone as a single parents and also one of my son has a special needs so through all the journey, you know, I try to fight against it and, and try to get information to survive. Um, then I only see it because I'm, I'm thinking about I need more. I need to fight. Otherwise, I'm not good enough. So in that view, I start to think about I'm just chasing the wrong place. I, I actually have something like I talk about everybody has a gift, <laughs> but I, I, I don't want to see. I think I, I need this. I need to grab this. I need to get that in order to fulfill that security. But then after I see that, I say, wait a minute, I do have the gift. You know, so all the time, my resilience, my understanding, my compassion is all coming out. Right. So that is the gift stop popping out. And I say, cool. So I can need to further develop that. Right. So the next things I do within the past two years is just find myself, you know, to love myself more. You know, I look at that. Oh, I'm really good. <laughs> I can survive like this. You know, what else I'd be bothered, right? So I may start to have a confidence coming out and I further develop it by becoming a speaker and go to all the platform to talk to people and um, just to share I, I, I know and also through the process, I have this awakening experience, just uh, the book we, we, we talk about, it's just awakening experience for me. Um, from that point on, I start to pop out more of the, the gift inside of me. I just say, wow, everybody should know about that. You know, find all this negativity outside. Come on, there's something in there. We need to go in there. The decision is need to be made to find out what they are, right? Once we get into it, you develop, you know, okay, um, bit by me, I can see, I need to speak more. I need to be visible because the past three years, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just surviving. I'm small. I don't want to do anything outside to be seen because I'm, I'm nobody. I lost everything. I lost my job. I lost my marriage. 
I am going to lose my son. I'm going to lose my parents. It's all the losses, right? But that's when I start feel happy about myself. The losses become an opportunity. Like that teach me so many things about the losses. Then um, I say, well, if I can shift the mind, let me see why. How can I shift it so I can maybe guide others through the same process, right? So that's go to my second, the third phase after I develop. I can see I have the strengths, I have the knowledge, I have the the passion to really share. Then that is how I'm going to share, right? That's how I become a strategist because I think what well, I cannot really hold everybody's hand, but they might need something I know. And that strategy be personalized by who they are because everybody's different. We all come in different background, you know, educated differently or believe to different gods. <laughs> so we all have differences, but in the end, essence is the same. And we are coming here to shine. We are collect wings. We are winning already when we're born as a human being, right? So that's how I get the three things, and I think hoping that can resonate with you. It's just three simple thing. Every stage we wake up and say, "Yeah, I got this gift, and how I'm gonna make it even better." Don't focus on the weakness. We all have weakness, but who care? We are different. <laughs> so if someone better than us, we can collaborate, and they have the strengths. I have my strengths. Then everybody wing again, right? So that focus really just goes through the process and start shining to give your gift away. And I'm so glad I meet Janice and all the people along the way. We all have the same way, you know. We all wake up for certain situations. They would decide it, you know, if we survive, that's something that something make us stronger. And that's the place we can start to give out those strengths or be resilient or knowledge to somebody else who might need it. So I hope that answer your question. It sounds like yes, kind of a long yes. story to tell. <laughs> no, and I so appreciate your um, in-depth answer on that because I have a lot of questions to kind of follow up on that. And I just want oh. to go back a sure. little bit. Because I think a lot of times, especially for women, whenever we are going through transitions in our life, um, for you, it was, you know, corporate America, <laughs> excuse me, um, single mom. And of course, you're raising two sons, one of which you said has special needs. And when you go through that process of every 10 years, you must have, and obviously, I know the backdrop to a lot of this, but excuse me, you must have, when you asked yourself those hard questions, how difficult, or maybe it wasn't as difficult for you to say, all right, I'm doing this over here. And I'm really finding out that maybe this doesn't suit me as well. What are some of the tough, tough questions that you answered, but maybe were like, they were gnawing at your heartstrings, like, really I'm doing this when I could be doing this yeah oh of course you know if you are into human design I'm the generator the pure the true generator Dalai Lama is one of them too so what we do is we always just curious about everything you know we get into deeper say okay so let's uh figured out why, you know, and plus I'm trained as a scientist. I have this analytical mind I couldn't help. 
But through the journey, I actually know that's my shadows. Like I'm focused on the wrong place. Shadow occur because there's lights on the back, right? But if we're facing the shadow, we only see something we need to get more, but the lights on the back. So my gener generator's profile actually pushed me to feel not enough. I always need more, the piece of information, um, how to make these things better, right? So of course, when I, in this journey about seeking and, and grabbing um, so many things, like I just stuck in there. You know, I just stuck like I said, all right, so I have a master's degree that in order to get that job, do I need to get a PhD, right? Or something like that. And I'm just struggling over time. And, all the voice, my parents and my um, colleague, they all got the PhD. Then my, my parents invested me. They want me to come here in the United States, invest, become, you know, top scientists. But I just don't feel that is for me. You know, I'm struggling with expectation and my ambitions. Then also feel something is not aligned. But when I have the doubts, actually my life situation give me the answers. So I'm working in corporate America, right? Want to be kind of the letter. Then I discover, you know, I have divorced my husband. So once that becomes single parents, then I have two young kids and the two young kids become my priority. And so I'm still need the money, right? To raise my kids. Then I, I struggling because it's just not fit right. Um, but I need that money. So the security is kind of, I can take it, no problem. But then what happened is I realized my son has a situation, the doctor say, just few years, he need a lot of care. So I say, all right, so I quit my job, right? Because <laughs> that's a priority issue. I, so I, I cut out that security. And I think I'm crazy. But now I think that's the best decision I make because I'm not going to strive in the location I don't even fit and even I'm like come on I need that security you know I I need to be connected with all the scientists but but the other life situation just pulled me back so I, I think I'm such a blessing person in like when you're on the crossing roads what to do and this answer just pop in then I just grab that answer and move on, right? So really, I think my journey is teaching me more things. Just trust your feeling and align with who you are, value the most. So once you know your the strengths or your essence, I would say, who you really are, you go deeper, you understand that, and decision-making becomes such easy, even with the generator. <laughs> You know, you just need to go that, you know, that's a clarity issue, a clarity issue too. Right? And so you really know who you are and what's your life goal is. Things can be, but I have to say, my journey took a lot of turns for me to realize that point. So really, we want to have a space and time for ourselves in order to get to the point. Don't say, okay, you know, Dalai Lama make it, Sunny may make it much earlier than this, but that doesn't matter as you. You can make decision any moment you want and you can start to live the lifestyle you always dream of. So that's uh, just share that, the decision-making. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> no, it isn't because what you mentioned um, when you were answering that were expectations and ambitions. And sometimes our expectations could be um, a big lofty goal, say. 
and our ambitions may be, we want to get there yesterday, but we want to take <laughs> the necessary steps. So I feel as though, I feel as though maybe you were at that crossroads and it's not that you had fear, but you chose maybe your ambitions were that strong that you knew for instinctively that you had to be in that fork in the road to create where you are today in, <laughs> in a situation where you are able to oversee your son's care and be at home, but also do what you were meant to do and be inspired, be um, feel fulfilled in what you do. And I think a lot of times maybe our fear stops us, but I think it's our ego sometimes that pops in and it's like, come yeah, yeah, you're going in the right direction. You've got to push a little longer. So I'm wondering when you were in that fork in the road and you've described it so beautifully and you made that choice in that moment, that was very poignant. So I'm wondering, was there any, did you feel any fear? Did you feel a relief? Like, how are you feeling in that moment? Well, I can describe the last days. I stay in the corporate America, you know, that's the, the end of the 2008. And I'm sitting alone, everybody, because it's close to the holiday break. A lot of people take break. Um, so I sit there alone. I worked there for 11 years. No one dropped in to say good luck or, you know, hopefully we can connect. And I sit in alone waiting for the time for five o'clock. Then that really tell me something. If you work for someone, you just piece of the chess piece. If they want to put you there, you need the nail in there. You have to do what they tell you. If you're not do, they, they don't give you a raise. They, they downgrade you. Whatever they can do, you have no control. So in that moment, I actually feel I'm going to be free. <laughs> Nobody can control me anymore. So I will say, I, yeah, I do have uncertainty. I do feel like what I'm going to do. You know, I'm in the foreign country. I only train as a scientist. I have no knowledge about how to survive on streets. I always in the academic, you know, get a job, get a degree, those kind of a platform. And I totally don't know what's going out there. But that's the same feeling when I just decided to come to this country anyway, because I have the spirits, I need to have the freedom. Um, that's one of my, at the, the, the deep core, I cannot live without freedom. <laughs> so in that point, I think I really don't, I, my fear about future is much less than the desire to be free, if I put it that way. So it's like a balance, you know, if you have the positivity over the negativity, then you would take the leap. But if you really have a lot of self-doubt, so you really don't trust yourself and you will focus on uncertainty, well, that feel definitely would be much stronger than the desire to be free. So I think um, that's just me. But of course, I face a lot of things. I'm like, this is my choice for freedom <laughs> because of this, you know. But at the same time, I said, well, I made my choice. I honor my choice. I stick to my choice. The only thing I can do is change what don't, I don't like. So the involvement, you know, trying arrows, so in that journey, 
Um, but I think it's worth it because see, someone, something didn't kill me, made me stronger, right? So I always have that belief, and um, and I enjoy the rights and to give myself a little space. You know, someone made me need thirty years. I'm only twenty years. I still have time, so <laughs> don't need to worry about that. And I just keep moving on. Yeah, fear is everything. Fear actually is the biology. No one can take it out. But the way we can do is to create a, a desire or motivation and override that fear. And that fear become your drive because we all have that. So don't ever want to kill your fear because that's not healthy. It's just part of you. <laughs> just right. play with it. Yes. Right. And, um, you know, and by the way, I just want to say to uh, everyone, if you haven't purchased this book, I will definitely put the link Um to this, our thriving beyond crisis uh, under the live of this video. Um, Sonny's is the first story there. You really have to read. I mean, all the stories in this book obviously are amazing. Um, but I, I was very, obviously very captivated um, by your story. And I also feel, <clears throat> excuse me, your, how do I say this? I feel an extra bond with you. Um, as you know, my son suffered a life-threatening injury and your son has um, a life-threatening continuing injury going on. So I think we definitely have that special bond as moms. And I know for me, when I was initially going through this with, with my son, um, I didn't realize until about a week or two ago, how much emotionally it affected me and how much my creative process on what I do was really very important to my existence. And it's taken a lot to kind of, you know, when you're going through that to realize where you are or what you feel as a parent in that moment. And what I would like to say about that is, I, I often, as I said, go back to your story. And I love when you are describing, and I'm, I probably, I don't wanna to say too much about your story, obviously, but you were, <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were describing a particular instance where you were in the restaurant doing something and I, can't, I don't wanna give it away. <laughs> And, and I thought to myself, that's pretty, like that is, that's an earth shattering moment in my opinion. Like that is noteworthy. Here, this hardworking mom, single mom of two, making a living to support her family, being creative and in that moment realized the act of what she was doing in that moment was so profound, was so profound. Have you had any other instances or perhaps um, other moms or dads, parents um, that may be going through something very difficult with their child that maybe you could um, maybe give them a little tip on some things that they could do to kind of help them through that phase? Sure, sure, yeah. Um... That face, you know, uh, the bonding with my son um, on that moment, I know his diagnosis and the doctor say, well, just a few years. That really strike me. He say, 
I don't think so. But you know, I would do all my can. I'm the molecular biology. He has the genetic problems. So I said, I will help to find the scientists or provoke, you know, it's just, just involved with all the clinical trials. Um, so I did the first few years, I go to conferences and I listen, I do, I take the notes and I say, well, that is amazing. All this knowledge I learned, now I can apply to save people like my son, right? Um, but in the process, I also know something is not, like we lack of the acceptance, like that disease didn't define my son. Right, I, I accept because I thought he's going to be dying. Other than I accept he's here to share a moment with me. So that shift need to be happening every time. But since you asked about the parenting and the, the bonding with the kids, the, um, the moment for me to realize is that I'm never going to lose him. The reason he's here is because we all have this human experience to be parents and kids, but I don't own him, he don't own me. We are two different entities just to have a very close relationship through the time being. And so I gradually to tour myself to think, you know, if he has a purpose here, if his purpose just coming here, let me to experience I raise a person like him and for his purpose maybe he said he trapped in this body decaying but he doesn't limit his mind he can still enjoy every moment he would like to do use his power of the thoughts so that's his journey my journey is trying to learn how to be along with his journey and we both benefits we both has this beautiful story to share and maybe inspire others on the same similar journey so I begin to see, you know, the essence was this other than the surface of the, all this fighting and all this details, because the detail never ends, right? <laughs> you always have the next, oh, he went through like 10 surgeries. Okay, so each surgery we went there and I had to stay there to see him suffering, you know, angry and, and painful. And the only thing I, I just be there with him, that's his journey. You know, I'm the caregiver. I can only do the best to care for that his purpose. Right. So if you see that point, we are all connected, we are oneness, then you really don't have a suffering. You just to see the moments, what's my role? You know, what can I do to make the process just go smoothly other than try to fight? And so I think for everybody, even you have a very healthy and, and happy kids, it doesn't say you have to have some kind of challenging with their physical or mental or whatever, but um, you can see that's a beautiful creations just through you. Then you have this beautiful bonding experience, but we don't own one another. They are just happen in our life. And it, it used that honor and compassion view it really helped me out a lot. It just said, well, you know, I'm so honored to experience to um, this loss, you know, gradually, but somebody like you, Janice, if something happened, that is very strong. It's just knock your head. Um, that's the same moment when I re now know his diagnosis, but but I consider that is a, a, a gentle knock because I still have years to create this relationship, but something happened too sudden. That is very difficult. So I really admire you go through this and um, you still maintain your coolness and help other out. 
that's a lot of strength your demonstrates. Not everybody can do it. And people will say, I, you do it. It's like, but I haven't given this small doses through years. You know, 11, 10 surgeries not coming in one year, but every other year. <laughs> so I can adapt to that. Um, give me space and time to change my thought and align with what I need to do other than focus on suffering and angry and resentment. Those things won't help me. But it's it's a track, you know, training. That's how my develop process there. And right now, I think when I look at that, hey, I, I survive. And how I use certain way or I change my views, and maybe I can potentially assist others through a similar thing, just let them to see different sides of the stories. Mm-hmm. And I believe that is how I see it and how I survive. And now, even he's 24, every day he's in the air and but we all refuse to have a track because that didn't serve anything he lose his only ability the communication he sit there the only thing he can do is roll in his eyes and speak so if i just want to continue he do that he's think about the same way if he won't just have the breath in and out but losing everything he ever had now it didn't make sense so every moment you know remind myself that really the insignificant, the air, the water, the food is everything we need. And all other, yeah, you can fight against that. You can waste your energy to chase it, but you need to understand the core value is for just survive and experience and share. All other is along the way, just for us to experience it. So that's how I see it. Wow. It's, it's all, if you're saying, you know, to be present in the present and enjoy that time. And some of those times are, can be difficult, but you're still in that moment. And in the midst of the storm, there's always uh, a side story. There's always a blessing. There's always something to learn. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I want to chat about what you do as far, I know you have a few different things going on. Um, you are the little sunny, um, on wisdom, um, and specifically clubhouse. So I was wondering if you could, and also your Facebook, um, group, um, hope, I was wondering if you could share, um, with our audience, um, a little bit about each of those. Sure. Sure. Actually, they all coming from my own journey and also my realizations. Um, we all have a control or we all have the gifts, and the only thing we need to do is to take out the negativity and we can start to shine through. So I have this called Hope, Global Hope Movements, um, inspired by a lot of people in Clubhouse. They all kind of just who they are and share the message. They want to grow a community under that same um, vid, the vision and missions. So I think oh, I can do similar like that, right? So the Hope Movements has to reunite all this woman over 40, regardless you speak different language, at least you need to understand either Mandarin and English because I'm limited to that language. <laughs> so with the um, platforms, what we can do is just discover everybody's gift together collectively. Because sometimes we need somebody to point in, I believe in you, I see this in you. And they say, me, me? You know, we all have the doubts, right? But if you have this community really trust and engage with this positivity and we all believe you, we trust you, 
And regardless of what your passion is, we need to unite together. And the hope movement is for me to share my journey and also my unique tools. I am the strategist, I have toolboxes, all the tools, and to direct you to have more confidence in yourself and change your thought into seeing the negativity all the time, self-doubts and sabotaging and into the lights, because I talk about we have a shadow and lights, that they are together. They are never separate. So we're born with everything, but we're seeing one way and the other. So if we can see totally negative, why not just see totally positive? It's the same thing, right? <laughs> so we can use that. And I particularly like to use in this paradoxical way, um, the ancient wisdom providers to see the whole thing. You know, God's purview and go zoom in, zoom out. It's all the philosophy in there. So that that is the really the center of my tool using the ancient wisdom. Plus, I'm trained as scientist. I have a lot of update in the 21st century science. So both on this and all the tools, my hope movements really want women to realize we are all conscious influencers. We can influence everybody around us. See, a lot of people in the history, Mother Teresa, right? Um, Martin Luther King, uh, Mahana Gandhi, um, Mandela, you know, they all start from themselves. They are just centered. You know, they put in a jail for a year, they still grow their tomato, right? The, you know, the story I, I just say, wow, when Mandela is on jail, he insists he can do, he won't have a plan in his cell. So he requests to have a tomato plants. So he grow the tomato with whatever he allowed to do and he just pay attention to the plant and they flourish, they have all the fruits and he shared that with everybody. That's how he did in the in the cell. You know, if we are there, we're just like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> but he's different. He think, oh, I have the moment I have to grow things. So we can all do this kind of thing. We don't need to be sent or sage. We can do that daily time. You know, we can just focus on the positive energy to grow, to, to nurture things. So my hope movements really invite people, particularly women over 40. Maybe now you have some kind of stuckness, but you know you are bigger than what you are now. And that's the time to reunite and shift together with the ease kind of lifestyle. And chasing is going to just drain our energy. So we need to have the when you trust something, you are at ease. Right? You have a face, you know, you, you know tomorrow is coming like this way. You feel at ease. So you need to trust the process. I mentioned on the book, you trust the process that breast the opportunity because that's what exactly going on every day. If we don't trust ourselves to start with, by the way, in order to trust ourselves, we need to have a healthy body. If you have a healthy body, you don't trust yourself. So that's part of my training too. Together, we eat better. We know how to eat the good food for our DNA, particularly the DNA is the fundamental of life. And, and then we have this mindset together. We don't want to change your behavior. We just want to see things in you differently. Then you're going to change yourself. Because if you don't have the belief in yourself, you don't trust that you, you, know, you can hire 10 coaches. It won't work because you don't love yourself. You don't trust yourself. So you need to have a community and say, we see who you are. We love what you do. We have faith in your future. And that 
then you start to sell healing yourself and you can just get out of that then you can start shining and in the biology that really have evidence you, your skin start being different you make like younger even you know have a gray hair or whatever that doesn't matter you might be eventually going to change the color but you can feel your life is just you feel like a little kids like you're just happy all the time and you, know? you just want to have fun because everything happened for you just to experience it right we don't own anything but even we have time to breathe and thank for the fresh air um which we may not have a lot of time to enjoy that <laughs> to say that um but we can still have a lot of impact around now around people so that's the whole movement and the facebook group i really enjoy to have the chance to know people and come to my group we can all shine together and doing all the different tools i have in my toolbox together then then you go and how to make your own impact because i'm trying to build this as a community i'm not saying you have to go through this and then you're done you know it's not done it's just needed uniting so everything you need to support we are still continue to provide any tools anything else and confidence you might need to just just sit with us for a while then those things can happen for you naturally and you all become if since i'm serving a woman so you'll be all the goddess showing up with your positivity bubble, you know, going around any places to influence others. And you can influence like the person you dearly love, or you can go to the post office and just happen and chat with somebody and they are lighting up their day, right? So I think that's the whole movement I really see happening um, around everywhere. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I will definitely make sure the link to your, if it's okay with you, for your Facebook group is also below um, the live of this video. And I will also put that in the show notes because I think many people, our viewers and listeners, are going to want to um, join your Facebook group. And thank you so much for sharing your passion about that and what that has meant to you to create your group. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. So many golden nuggets today, Sunny. Um, I hope you will definitely come back at some point. And um, I know Carol Sue, um, you know, feels really bad that she couldn't be here today. And I know she'll be watching the live of this at some point. And I just want to thank you so much for your honesty, your candor. And I always learn so much from you when we have these heartfelt conversations. And to our viewers and listeners, look Sunny up. She's just, she's the bright sunshine, the Sunny strategist. So you definitely connect with her. And on that note, um, Sunny, again, thank you so much. Thank you. And you're very welcome. And just a reminder to everybody today is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. You know, it's not about the amount you give. It's not about a donation. It's about a gift in kind to maybe an unsuspecting person. Maybe it's the guy behind you who's buying their coffee. I know Carol Sue doesn't like coffee, but <laughs> I love my coffee. Maybe it's something as simple as that, you know, creating that ripple effect for an unsuspecting person. Oh my gosh. Think of, think of that for a moment, how that can translate into hitting so many people 
in such an amazing way. And on that note, my name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0 with two sisters. And I wanna thank you so much, um, Sunny, the strategist. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. You are such a gem. And we will see you tomorrow for Trending Thursday, probably around 8 a.m., I believe. And everyone, have a great day. Make it a good one. And know that you can make a sunny impact. Thank you. Thank you. You're have welcome. a great day and wings days. <laughs> okay, I love that. That's right. Wings day. Thank you so much, everyone. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye.